This episode of The Yarn is sponsored by A Mall Unbound, a 2018 middle grade novel written by Aisha Saeed. A Mall Unbound is my favorite 2018 middle grade novel. I know we're not supposed to have favorites, but I love this book so much. I've read a lot of books this year, but I cannot stop thinking about A Mall Unbound. Amal lives in a Pakistani village. She dreams of becoming a teacher. Those dreams are put on hold when she has to stay home from school to help take care of her siblings. An accidental run-in with a corrupt landlord results in Amal having to live at his home as a servant. I fear that I've already said too much. You must read this book. It, it might even change your life. It's just so good. Amal Unbound is a 2018 Global Read Aloud selection, a Project Lit Book Club selection, a New York Times bestseller. It's available now wherever you buy books for your classroom or library. Saeed's timely and stirring middle grade debut is a celebration of resistance and justice, says Kirkus Review in their starred review. Read this book, friends. You won't regret it. I promise. I think like a lot of writers, I want to make sense out of the world. I want to impose order on it because I'm so overwhelmed by it. Welcome to The Yarn, a School Library Journal production. I'm Colby Sharp. Today's guest is Newbery medalist Catherine Applegate. If you have read any of the middle grade novels Catherine has written the last handful of years, you've probably realized that she is looking closely at some pretty important topics. Cruelty to animals, childhood hunger, and endangered species. In today's episode, she talks about her book, Wish Tree, a book born out of the current political climate. She also talks about whether or not she views writing as fun and what it is like writing post Newbery Medal. I'm Catherine Applegate, and my book is called Wish Tree, and it was published by Fywell and Friends Macmillan. Wish Tree is a very small book. It's it reads a little bit like a fable, I think, um, and that was deliberate because I wrote it for very young readers. It was really important to me that it be accessible to even a you know second, third, fourth grader. Um, essentially, it is a book about a Muslim hate crime, but uh, it is encased in what I hope is a really lovely story, told from the perspective of a 216-year-old oak tree named Red, and. Um, Red is the neighborhood wish tree, a tree on which every year people leave their wishes. This story was born uh, in the headlines that I was bombarded with daily during the election cycle. I wrote it very quickly. Um, I wrote it, quite honestly, um, in a in a fit of frustration and anger over the way our uh, our politicians were talking to each other, the vitriol, the anger, the darkness, and most importantly, the way people um, were being objectified and uh, Muslims, but not just Muslims, uh, LGBTQ, um, you know, anybody who's different, and we're all different in myriad ways. And the more I watched that unfold, the 
the angrier I got. And I wanted to write something for kids who I think are privy to this, um, even when we try to shield them from it. Something where they could go, why are people unkind to other people? Why do people objectify certain groups? Um, and what could I do about it as one individual? When kids ask me if writing is fun, I, I try to be really honest with them. And I say, um, when you play softball, is it always fun? Um, when you play soccer, is it always fun? And they go, not always, you know, because I have to practice or I get, you know, an injury. And I go, yeah, you know, welcome to life. It's, it's not always fun. It's more fun than not. And the other thing I tell them, and this is, I, sometimes I see teachers kind of rolling their eyes, but it's the truth. People ask me why I write, and I say, I need a job. And it's the truth. I'm really not good at anything else. So um, it, it's pragmatic, and I think they shouldn't. Yes, I love it, and yes, I think it's an incredible honor, and I know how lucky I am. But man, I was a lousy waitress. know that I've gotten better as a writer. I think I've gotten more confident as a writer, and maybe that translates into being able to take risks. Um, I still have enormous self-doubt. When I went to write Wish Tree, I just thought it was crazy. And when I went to write Ivan, I think I, I may have told you this story, Colby. I had um, a little piece of paper I keep on my desk, and it says, the question is, do I give up on Ivan or not? And it was from some notebook I'd been writing in. And I was halfway through the book and thought it was so awful, I should just throw it away. And um, now it's going to be a movie. And Angelina Jolie will be Stella, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I think winning the Newberry, which to me is like getting struck by lightning. It's just, I, I feel incredibly lucky. Was a huge gift, but my next book after that was really tough to write, yeah. And I think, I think I've asked other Newbery winners about this, and very often they were already in the middle of another book, in the throes of writing something else. That helps a lot. I wasn't, so I was kind of going fresh into something, and I did find it very, um, very nerve-wracking. Now I'm, I'm more philosophical, and I realize every book is, you know, that you're going to have, you know, successes and failures, and every book's different, and it, it's about the writing. But uh, it was, it was a huge honor. I would be thrilled if Wish Tree helped even one or two kids think a little differently about somebody who needed friendship or kindness. I tell kids when I go to schools, there is a, there's a boy in the story named Stephen, and Stephen to me is the hero of Wish Tree because he's the guy who steps up and says, this little Muslim girl is um, in need of friends, and I'm going to figure out how to help her, despite his parents' obvious objections. And I tell kids up front, I was not a Stephen. I would not have been a Stephen. I would have been on the sidelines, you know, watching um, nervously, 
um, afraid to be a target myself. But when I talk to kids, I get the sense there are so many Stevens in the room these days, and it gives me incredible hope. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Yarn. A big shout out to NCTE for providing us with a room to record interviews in during last year's annual conference. Thank you, Philip Stead, for creating our theme song. Additional music for this episode comes from Robert Framer via the Free Music Archive. Thank you to Travis Yonker for producing this episode, and thank you to Penguin Kids for sponsoring the episode. I hope that every kid has a chance to read A Mall Unbound. It is an extremely important and beautiful book. Thank you, Catherine Applegate, for continuing to enrich the lives of us all through your beautiful stories. If you have an idea for a season or episode of The Yarn, shoot us an email, theyarnpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Colby Sharp. Thanks for listening.